1: Welcome to Counter Charge, I'm Rob Fanuff, and today we have the first of many episodes covering TNT, which was held at the HMGS event NashCon, uh, which took place August 23rd through 25th in Nashville, Tennessee. We're going to start with my conversation with Phil from Sherwood Games. Phil is an old grognard from the UK that has made his way over to the United States, and he was a complete pleasure to talk to. Link to his store is in the show notes, and I hope you enjoy back at TNT and we're
2: blessed to have Phil from Sherwood War Games, Sherwood War games. and you're here at Nashcon as a vendor. Yeah we're here for our first year uh, we haven't been before but uh, I'm very impressed with the show so a lot of there's a lot going on very impressed with the Kings of War but uh, yeah there's a lot
1: going on with we have 60 players yeah and so I know you have a pretty good stock of Mantic games.
2: We do uh, it's fairly recent to us but I've been trying to get their stuff in for a long time uh, clearly, I'm not, I'm not stocking enough of it with the number of players that are all here. Absolutely. But,
1: uh, well, let's talk about your store.
2: Where are you guys located? Well, we're based out of um, Louisiana. But well, um, you're it, not from Louisiana originally, are no, you? No, no, I'm from England. But, uh, <laughs> that's the good thing. I mean, I know a lot of the guys that make a lot of the miniatures, so yeah, I've absolutely. been lucky in that respect. And the Mantic guys live within 20 miles of my house in England. So That's I've been awesome. trying to get their stuff in stock for a long time. But, yeah. uh,
1: How, what's the scene like in your area in terms of just wargaming in general? What are you guys well, playing down
2: there? In Louis- I'm from Louisiana. That's where we're based. But yep. we play a lot of historical games. Fancy side is, is covered mostly by card gaming. But Kings of War is taking off both historical yep. and the fancy game. And we play once or twice a month now. Um, it's not quite as big as it is in the likes of Texas. Yeah. Uh, Texas is amazing. Texas, uh, War.
1: Yeah, Bayou Battles, uh, Lone Wolf, a lot of big events.
2: Exactly. And you know, this is the first time I've seen so many players playing with this sort of quality of painting. I mean, the, the imagination and the standard of painting is amazing, really. I mean, it's young lads that can paint like this make me look like an absolute amateur. <laughs> but, um, well,
1: join the club. It's yeah. uh, There's some very good painters. And, and, and the one thing I like about Kings of War is even if you don't paint to a high standard, creativity that goes in the basing and the dioramas that are created, the yeah. effort that's put in...
2: The fact that you can actually make the units, every, every unit can be a diorama is really, really quite interesting. Um, it, the rules play well, the, the game flows, and it does allow the players a, a certain amount of creativity. Absolutely. And some of the things the guys here have come up with are just, you know, really outstanding. I mean...
1: I know we talked a little bit offline about you, you do play
2: a little historical Kings of War. We do. Um, we, we play a lot of historical games. Um, I tend to favor the Greeks myself. My fantasy army is Greeks with some mythological right. creatures. Right. Um, but we also use a lot of historicals against fantasy armies. Um, That's awesome. Dwarves are very popular, of course. Um, orcs and goblins. I mean, all the main fantasy tropes. Yeah, albs. the Tolkien types. Absolutely. our... Group of gamers are kind of a little bit older than the average. Yeah. But it is nice to see so many youngsters involved. A couple things that are interesting. We obviously have new players. Some are young. We have a lot of women
1: playing our game, which is always fun to see. Yep. You know, looking at your store though, you have a big selection of Mantic and
2: but you've got some other alternative yeah. you know, like mean, the Oathmark stuff. I mean we're very I mean we're very big at our local club of repurposing old figures, but so many other people make fantasy figures that get overlooked. Uh, we have Shield Wolf. Um, that we we also use um, uh, well I have, uh, well, have we Oathmark have Oathmark over there I have the Oathmark range You have the Fane. Frostgrave models from we do and a lot of the Frostgrave human being human figures if you like fit in well um, with the, the whole Kings of War concept yeah
1: and Kingdoms of Men Oath-
2: Oathmark is something I'm kind of keeping an eye on because it's a game in itself but the miniatures are gorgeous yeah, very nice. Perfectly, well accept, you know, perfectly usable That's, for something They're else. from
1: North Star Miniatures, right? They
2: are. The, the game itself is a little bit late coming out, but the miniatures are there now. Yeah, and they have a lot of cool figures that you... I mean, they
1: have their basic orcs and yeah.
2: and elves. Nothing, and that, nothing to match the sort of Kings of War imagination. Their figures are really outstanding. Yeah. But once you've got your basic foot soldiers, mm-hmm. you can flesh it out with pretty much anybody's figures, really. Right, right. <laughs> so, but... I mean, even old glory make fantasy figures. Absolutely. And again, they get overlooked. Yeah. Are I you are them. you a
1: guy that likes plastic, or do you like the old metal figures?
2: Uh, I find it easier to work in metal because I'm fifty something, but the plastic figures allow a lot more variety in your poses. Absolutely. I mean, the weekend's just started. I mean, well, it
1: started yesterday, but I mean, how's the weekend's going for you
2: guys? For pretty well. The weekend's been amazingly successful. Um, we were very busy yesterday. Uh, the crowds here today are a lot larger than they were yesterday, so I, I mean, I tend to stay away from the stall. I like to see the games. Yes. So, but Yeah, I notice every time I'm over there looking, you're never there. Yeah, I'm never there. You have other yeah. people handling I'm that. I'm the painter. My, I make my living doing the painting and okay. the scenery. My wife runs the business. Because I know everybody uh, from England, I tend to be the guiding light about what we stock right. and what we sell. Um, but Tina runs the business. That's awesome. When you when you get your package within two days, it's because Tina's doing her job. Right. Um, me, I just make sure that they're actually on the shelf. Well, let's talk a little bit about the ranges that you do stock, because right. you have a
1: wide variety of historical and yeah. fantasy stuff.
2: Well, the big problem we I always found when I first moved over here was getting access to British figures. Yes. Uh, I'm obviously from England, so I tend to favor that market. Uh, and I know a lot of the gamers, because I, I grew up with a lot of them, um, the likes of Brian Ansell from Game, uh, who had Games Workshop and is now War Games Foundry yep. they're all gaming bodies. so and same with a lot of the guys from Warlord Games uh, the Perrys I, I basically grew up playing games with them and in the sealed not. right so I like I know the quality figures and I know what I like to I would use myself so if I won't use it I won't sell it right but I mean they have such a lot of good stuff from England but saying that there are an increasingly a large number of good American companies out there now, too. What
1: are some shout outs? What are some companies that you're seeing that you well, do enjoy their models? Just looking
2: around here, the the, fal- the Talon games. I yeah, mean, so they have the Cav Battletech kind do. of uh, models. It's, it's a nice r- set of, it's not exactly Kings of War, but it's a nice range of mini- miniatures. Yes. Um, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not a great Old Glory fan. Yeah. I think their figures are kind of dated now. And when you compare them with the likes of Mantic, uh, and the frostgrave stuff—they're so dated. But for basic miniatures, I mean, they're cost-effective. And they're co- yeah, they're yeah. economical. You can but afford to buy they They're Very a economical army. for youngsters. Yes. But what amazes me here is that the youngsters aren't afraid to take on a challenge and build these amazing diorama-type setups. And they—they're buying figures from all over the place. Well, they, it's their imagination. It they is. know
1: in their head what they want it to look like. Yeah. Exactly. And their job is defined. Who's got the models
2: that work? I'm a a painter 90% of the time, and I like to play games about 10 or 15% of it at the most. But my love is painting. And to watch these guys playing with armies I can only envy them for owning is really good. Absolutely. But uh, they're clearly enjoying themselves. I think Kings of War, it's a very clean rule set.
0: Yeah. And so
2: it
1: lends itself to clean technical play and not a lot of bickering about. M- it, their interpretation of the rules—it's
2: a little bit—it's kind of DBM-ish, in it's—it's it's absolutely its historical, scheme. right? It absolutely. But right. it's the fact that you can there are very few, very few maneuvers you can make that involve in any arguing. So it's not—it's um, not a rules lawyer sort of game. It's for enthusiasts who enjoy playing with miniatures. Yeah, we, we dub it the Gotcha game, right? There's yeah, there's the guys that want to build a really interesting yeah. list. That oh, I got you because you didn't know I had exactly. This. And when you compare this game. Specifically, Kings of War with the likes of the Games Workshop products that are out there now. This is a much more fun sort of game. It's much more low key. Yeah, I, I, but, uh, it's funny.
1: We this is our fourth year running this event, and yep. we were at NashCon four years ago. Right, and then we left because uh, we didn't have the space. Right, the la- but coming back this year. It's been amazing because we're in the. They literally put us in the middle of the hall yep. because it's a fun room. It and is, and I think there's been people that I have never met before in my life yep. just walked up and said, "What are you guys playing?" I mean, we have a theme with wrestling, yeah. and I mean, and you know,
2: I'm I'm just glad that you're opposite my trade stand so I can wander across and have a look at anytime I absolutely, want. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Kings Awards is a game. It's a spectacle. When you it see is.
1: it, people, whether you're playing a historical army or a fancy yeah. army. People, it, it pulls them in because people are smiling here. There's no, like, contentious,
2: yeah, angry no, people. It's There's all no happy. bickering. No, it's all no, happy not people. Nothing like that at all. And people seem to, uh, well, you've got 60 players. We do. We do. And, and we actually could more, about. but we had to stop because yeah. there's no room for any more people. And that's what the hobby's about. It's about encouraging people to play and developing the hobby to the point where it sustains itself. Yeah. The old people like myself are dying out. We're a dying breed. We started it But it's the youngsters that will carry it on. Exactly. And if you have a game that inspires
1: a young person to build a Snake Man arm, whatever it is, whatever they come up with,
2: the sky's the limit. The the fellas that play that are my generation, um, we're more used to conversions and buying things and making them work and adapting. Well, now the, the number of figure ranges out there is endless. We're much better catered for now than we ever were in the 70s and 80s. It's a totally, I I keep saying it's the golden age of gaming.
1: It is. Very much uh, so. And it's hard for manufacturers, maybe, because
2: there's so much competition, but it's really good for the consumer. But what frightens me as a a trader is that we're in the the high, the the figures have never been better. Yes. There's never been more choice available. But unless we get the youngsters in, all that will have been for nothing. Right. We need to develop the youngsters. And this sort of game is perfect for that. Well, what are some tips? Because
1: obviously you've been around in the industry for a long time. So. What are some things that we could be doing as a community to
2: attract the younger gamer? Well, I mean, it's nice that you're allowing the historical gamers to play alongside the, the fantasy players. Yeah. I think most tournaments could probably do with, and I don't know whether you're doing that this year, but having loner armies. To allow we people do. to participate. We have a, guy, a gentleman from
1: the Air Force yeah. that said, I want to play, but I don't have an army. So we well, brought
2: him an army. And that's really all yeah. I can... I mean, it's just, just availability of the troops. The armies themselves are not expensive once you get the bug. Once you get bitten by that bug to play, yeah. we can find the money from somewhere. Well, one of the yeah. issues that we do have with Kings of War is yep. the barrier any
1: mass combat large-scale game... Yep. Uh, the barrier to entry is tough because you got to paint 100 yes, figures, 100 figures.
2: Yeah. and so it's, some people are intimidated by that and It's kind of the standard the standards I see here are kind of intimidating to some people I would imagine because the standard is really really high, but with all the new paints coming out yeah. anybody can be a good painter
1: Well, one of the things um, that I love to get, pick your brain about is because we have this conversation a lot uh, the difference between the UK scene and the American scene our perspective is we treat painting as part of we do what's called best overall. Yeah. So there's a sporting sportsmanship piece, a painting piece, and a gaming piece, even though the gaming piece yeah. is the biggest, whereas in the U.K., a lot of times we see they just sort of, you have a best painted award, but that's not part of the winner of the tournament.
2: There's different cultures. It is. I mean, I'm from England myself, so I'm used to the whole, this is a display game, you can't play this game when you go to a tournament. Um, And they have tournaments, and they have games you can watch, but you can't participate in. I love the American scene because it's so much more hands-on. Everybody here uh, is willing to let you play with their stuff. Everybody goes to tournaments to play games, not watch games. So, and that's very refreshing. I sometimes think that, although I used to do the same thing in England, I used to run display games and demonstration games because they were pretty and they um, encouraged people to do well at what they do. But you don't get to play anything in England. So I sometimes think that perhaps now the English market, we're kind of conceited in what we do. We're showing what we can do rather than letting you play the games. And it should be about playing the games. Absolutely. uh, So how long have you guys been carrying the Mantic games? Well, uh, we've been carrying Mantic only this year. but we're going to carry it now as a regular range. We're going to stock up with the new third edition rules. Yeah, absolutely. And develop the it's armies a great, It's along a great opportunity. That. It is. It's a good start for us. Although we've sold the rules previously, we're waiting for the new third edition. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, with a new, I hope there's going to be some new armies coming out. Well, there is. Northern so, Alliance.
1: And, yep. and there's four
2: more in the Armies of Panther book that yep. we don't know yet. And, so. of course, uh, what... I mean, Warlord Games have released their Warlords of Air One, which yep. is going to produce more figures for us to use. Yeah, and I know they've they've
1: kind of used a lot of like uh, War Games Foundry, and, yep, and uh, they've got some TT Combat, their halflings, yep, exactly, and stuff. which will
2: be perfectly good for Kings of War. I don't base my Kings of War army on uh, big 125, you know, the big regimental bases. I use smaller bases, 40 mil squares. So I can use them in historical co- tournaments, absolutely, and also base them up for this. Well, my, one of my passions is actually you know? we play it in 10 millimeter. Yeah. So I, under the table, I've got a 10 millimeter.
1: We're going to play tonight. But or. you can
2: play big games in Kings of War very quickly. Absolutely, you know, and as long as you don't get certain types of players who will well, argue over anything absolutely it's a wonderful game
1: if, if, if the players have a little bit of self restraint yeah. in any game that you play that goes a long way and i've
2: watched people i've wandered around the tables here today and i've seen people genuinely helping their opponent who want, who's not particularly you know uh, has yeah. doubts about the rules and they're helping each other through the rules you know
1: no nobody in this room wants to win the game because no. you the opponent didn't know the rules yes exactly they want to beat you legitimately yeah. and and, and also, if there's an opportunity to teach yeah. somebody, but, uh, they're trying to teach them.
2: Well, I'm a, I'm a big bolt action player. We have the same sort of attitude in that community, too. But it's a lot smaller than Kings of War. But, um, again, we play mostly for the fun of it. Absolutely. So Absolutely. And that's the way it should be. How about but, Conflict
1: uh, 47? Do you guys do, do uh, any of that?
2: From my, own, from my own personal perspective, it hasn't really taken off. Yeah. Uh, locally within Louisiana, it doesn't seem to sell well. Um, so... I can. I mean, I do some of it, but yeah. um, I don't. Just, I don't stock much of. What it, do you to be play honest. in Bolt Action, or do you play everything? Oh, I'm a. I'm a pole. Okay. I like to play the early armies, the armies that have no chance of winning. So. And but, do you uh, mostly stock uh, 28 millimeter scale
1: historical and fantasy yeah,
2: ranges? I, it, the, the business kind of started because I'm a painter who makes a living painting, so I sell things I can paint to sell.
1: Yes. So
2: mostly that will be 28 Um and it's mostly what I stock. Mostly what customers have asked me to to stock. So yeah. I don't paint many 15 mils, so I don't stock any. And you guys have a physical location down well, in Louisiana? Well, we're, we're mostly an eBay store and a yep. website. Okay. We started off primarily on eBay because it's the best marketplace in the world. Um, my my website has never been as busy as eBay is, <laughs> but it's getting busier. Absolutely. So, but we'll we'll deal with anybody. Uh, what, know, what are the some States.
1: What are some gems that you know about that? P- model ranges, rule sets that people aren't paying attention to that need to? Well,
2: I want to be honest, I think the Frostgrave range is much, is much misunderstood. I think it's a better range than people see it as. There's a lot in the range that you can use for fantasy games and historical games, that people won't look outside the box. Right. Whereas, and the Frostgrave, Frostgrave products are really good. Right. Right. I would assume a lot of those models would work really well with Vanguard for Mantic games. They do. I mean, they work well in the skirmish situations because they Frostgrave itself is a skirmish game, absolutely, and they do have a lot of fancy figures within the range. It's just they publish, they advertise them for their game, but like everything else, it works well outside its own, you know, its own venue. If you like, have you
1: guys done any Vanguard yet? Played any Vanguard?
2: Vanguard is selling well now. Yes, um, we have an equal amount of Vanguard as we do the Kings of War historical, the army size boxes, but what's really making it headways is the scenery. Um, the scenery boxes are doing really, really well. The, the, the crates, yeah. the ter- terrain crates. Yeah, the terrain crates are selling really, really well.
1: Well, I think it, it crosses all kind of boundaries. You got it does. war I mean, gamers, uh, role players, they does. all need some it, cool scenery. It's
2: available to anybody within the hobby. It doesn't have to be a fancy player. It Absolutely. can be used for anything. But Absolutely. It's something that Mantic are doing, which has surprised me, but it's really taking off.
1: Well, I, so. you know, I think the best thing Mantic does is they listen. And if there's an opportunity, I mean, Ronnie will make a buck however he needs to make a buck. And he if, will. That's great, well, because that means <laughs> we're getting what we're asking for.
2: Well, I've never met the gentleman, but I'm in England in October, so I'm going to pop across to the uh, and buy my I think you should go,
1: go right in there, because and, yeah. and, uh, and, uh, I'm sure he'd be glad to meet yeah. you. So, but, uh,
2: yeah, he's one, of the, he's one of the younger generation of war I've never met, but uh, I'd like to meet I'm him. I'm sure. Should you, you say
1: he's one of the younger generation, he would appreciate it. <laughs> well,
2: well, it's it, great to meet you. Uh, you what too. do you think of NashCon overall? Well, uh, this is your first year. Yeah, this is my first year. Um, it won't be our last. Uh, I think we're as a as a con, I don't, we don't particularly come to make money. We come to show what we can, what we sell. It's a it's a shot window for us. And you have lots of books up there. I notice where we you do. Have pictures we, of the paint We Have a good range of books as well as models. Yeah. But I come here to sell my painting service. Oh, I think I think you're being called by your wife. Oh, I might. I may be. I think be she's, I think she's play summoning, summoning you. But yes, I mean, we come as a marketplace for us. But I enjoy it. It's the the awesome. number of gamers here is amazing. So awesome. it's not a small show by any means. Absolutely. So Thanks for
1: coming on. It's no problem. I appreciate me. Nice you. to
2: talk to you. Awesome.
0: Good luck with the games. Anyway. Thank you so much. Take care. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast.com at gmail.com on twitter at countercharge15 if you enjoy the show you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes until next time keep countercharging music is a composition of Kevin MacLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons